This is the Business Owner Challenge with Brady Marlowe of Execso. As a business owner, you have unique financial challenges, especially when it comes to transitioning your company either internally or externally. In this podcast, we address income planning for complex situations, leadership and ownership transitions, succession planning, exit strategies, generational wealth, and more. And now with a combined three decades of experience as both business owners and financial planners, here are your hosts, certified exit planner Brady Marlowe and credited estate planner Rob Wellendorf to help you navigate those challenging financial and emotional decisions. Hello, and welcome to the Business Owner Challenge Podcast, where we help business owners navigate through complex financial and emotional decisions, and where we challenge you, the business owner, to be proactive as you imagine the impact your business will have on your family, your employees, and your community. I am your host, Brady Marlowe, and joining me today is my co-host, Rob Wellendorf, the founder and president of Execso a firm dedicated to serving the affluent business owner that has transition on the horizon. Hi, Rob. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Brady. Hello. (laughs) This is our inaugural podcast. And one of the reasons that came to mind why I thought it would be important, we come across so many unique uh, situations, families, businesses, and we learn from those experiences and are able to help other clients Uh, by telling those stories. So we just wanted to share those experiences. Now, Rob, you've been a business owner and served business owners for over 25 years. You're an accredited estate planner, hold a chartered advisor and philanthropy designation, and you are a national president-elect for the Society of Financial Service Professionals. Now I know you're gonna say, quit sharing my credentials, but I do think it starts to paint the picture of your journey. Tell us a little bit why you serve owners of closely held businesses. Yeah, the why is certainly significant. And I've got example after example over the last 25 years, as you indicated. Uh, however, let me let me reference one from, from about two years ago where I was introduced to the business owners, husband and wife, uh, doing about 30 million of revenue, a construction firm. And at lunch, uh, as I typically do, learning about their situation, learning about where they're going, I like to ask business owners, and indeed it's a question and an exercise that would make sense for our listeners as well, look through the windshield for a moment. What is ahead? What do you see in the next 12, 24 months, 36 months? And, and have them visualize and ultimately verbalize what's important to them. As I was going through this uh, discussion and exercise with uh, the business owners, uh, husband and wife, again, a couple years back, uh, the attorney sitting there and as they are explaining and expressing how they intend to transition their business to the next generation, which happened to include a family member, their son, it became clear to me that they had thought through this in great detail. Uh, The amount of detail that they had provided to me was extremely impressive and oftentimes unique uh, uh, that they could verbalize it uh, there in that first meeting. Uh, As they started to explain uh, the relationships of other advisors that they have, Uh, and have interacted with on their transition plan. I learned of the CPA and the involvement 
of course, I had the attorney there at the meeting. Uh, I learned about the commercial lender, that banking relationship. I learned about their life insurance agent. I learned about their financial advisor, or as they called their, their money manager. And in knowing most of these individuals, I recognize that they do have competent advisors around them. However, at this moment, they did not have a succession plan. Clearly, it was in their mind. However, it had not been communicated or written uh, or even begun to be implemented. To your question about the why, it is clear to me and validated time and time again that business owners really need, deserve uh, the type of guidance that we've been able to provide at Execso. They're getting excellent advice. However, it's lacking coordination. Uh, it's lacking collaboration. Oftentimes it needs filters. And the, the biggest why that I see is uh, just, just the need uh, for these owners to get something going uh, as it relates to their succession plan. They're simply, Brady, they're stuck. I see them as stuck, and we give them an opportunity to move forward. As you speak about collaboration, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and uh, I know you like the term putting on a different lens, a tax lens and a state lens. She used the term multilingual, which I like. Mm -hmm. um, so share with me a little bit how collaboration enhances the process. And, it, and how I think about this is... Uh, Gosh, you'll see a tax service or um, maybe it's a benefits company and they start, try to start wearing a lot of hats um, and the, the term silo comes up. So whether that's silo under one organization or amongst these advisors, how, how can true collaboration enhance the process? Great. And let me again give you an example, Brady, of, uh, of a decision that a business owner would make and uh, uh, what kind of effects it would have in these other areas of discipline or as you say with the lens, uh, uh, Mr. Business Owner, for example, uh, is uh, uh, making a decision on, on his 401k in this example. Uh, so the very obvious in this is, oh, this is a uh, investment decision. When Mr. Business Owner in this example uh, makes that decision for the 401k, yeah, it's investment decision. Then, in this example, he's asked to check a box that says beneficiary. Well, you and I both know that is an estate planning decision. Right. So we have an investment planning decision, now an estate planning decision. Also recognize there's probably other investments. So we have a diversification and coordination of assets decision. Also, we know that the 401k uh, uh, will be growing without tax. Those taxes are deferred. So that decision now is making a, is having an impact or influence on taxation. That one decision is investment, estate planning, taxation, to say the least. It may also be a philanthropic discussion or decision because of the advantages that are provided in the tax code to move qualified money to qualifying charities. So recognizing that all of these decisions are like gears. Mm -hmm. You move one and it moves another, moves another, and it moves another. 
And to have that recognition and that macro uh, view, I think very quickly you could see why it is important to coordinate amongst the advisors and the disciplines. That's a small example. If you zoom out to a 20, 30, $50 million estate uh, and say the business is worth 15 or 20 million and we've got some properties uh, and, and multiple entities, this becomes magnified. It's not that it's more important if you're worth 50 million versus a $5 million estate. I don't see it as more important. However, oftentimes I do see it as more complex. Sure. And as you know, and what occurs to me is things change so fast in a business owner situation. Um, maybe we're buying equipment, maybe we're adding on to the business because growth has been so well. Uh, new employee, new partner, in or out. So who do you make the call to? Do you call everybody when you have a big change? Do you call the your banker? Do you call your attorney? Do you call your CPA? Do you call your financial advisor? Or does it make sense to have a centralized trusted resource that can be more efficient with your decision-making process? Yeah, I've got several reactions <laughs> to that question. Uh, you'd indicated, yes, I've owned my own business uh, for many, many, many years. I believe as a business owner, and I'd like to think as a successful business owner, I believe we can figure these things out on our own. And probably some of our audience feels the same way. To well, a fault, sometimes we, <laughs> we think we can figure it all out. That's exactly it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can figure that out. However, whether we can or cannot shouldn't be, uh, uh, should not be something that we uh, discuss at this moment. What I think would be more important is, do we have the time to become educated, to become expert, and then ultimately be able to make that decision? So the time is an issue. I talk a lot about, are you working in the business or are you working on the business? Uh, and many of us, we default to in the business because we know how to control that. We know how to generate revenue. Um, that is something that's familiar to us and that is often our default. Your question about, you know, who do I call? I'm the business owner and I've got this situation. If it's tax related, we always call our CPA and if it's legal, we call our attorney. Uh, but again, those decisions certainly make sense to make that call. I'm looking at a new entity. Should it be passed through or not? Let me talk to uh, my, my tax attorney or let me talk to my CPA or both. However, when it comes time to transitioning wealth and uh, you know, the majority of the wealth is in a closely held business, one or two owners, three owners, something like that. Uh, my example of the gears continues to uh, uh, surface here. There are so many moving parts in this as it relates to estate planning, philanthropy, tax planning, income planning, uh, not to mention better understanding next generation and their skill set and uh, their ability or capability or both of continuing this entity profitably through that next generation and transfer. There's so much to be determined, it can be uh, overwhelming and paralyzing. So my challenge to the business owners this week is think about that area where you are stuck. We all have that something, we thought about it nine different ways. Um, send those questions in, we'll put a link in the show notes. 
Um, and as we wrap up, uh, what first attracted me, uh, Rob, was a phrase that you said, as we keep families together. As you think back over your career, is there a, a situation where by doing some planning, having some foresight has kept a family together or where you see where, gosh, if, if they would have got together a little sooner on this, um, it really would have created better family harmony. Mm-hmm. I know you can see my smile. I hope those listening can feel my smile. Had the privilege of facilitating a family meeting very recently, uh, two sons and a daughter and mom and dad. Uh, now two of the three children are married. We did not have them in this family discussion. We are uh, right at five years following the transition of his business. And to see what they uh, are enjoying by way of lifestyle, what the family is enjoying by way of relationships, and also what they're enjoying by way of their uh, charitable giving and their impact. I couldn't be more pleased with where that family is at. Uh, and to say I was the one that made that happen uh, simply would not be accurate. We had quality uh, legal advice, quality tax advice, quality investment advice, risk management advice. Uh, although I do feel uh, very, very proud of the fact that I was able to coordinate that for this particular family. So to, to see where they're at today and compare that to the look on the business owner's face before we began working together, that look of, I really don't know what to do next. Uh, I know there was some heavy lifting uh, and some challenging work from that point to what I observed in the family meeting, but gosh, very, very rewarding. Yeah, that's, I know who you're talking about, and it is, that look when they first came in looked a little stressed, a little fearful, a little unsure. I don't know, maybe like you're looking up a big mountain, but now they look like, hey, we've made it, um, and let's uh, let's camp out and have a picnic now that we've made it here. It, it, just to add on, it's, you know, at, at that point, their net worth and the money, and I mean, that is secondary. What's primary is to have them all in the room, uh, and it, as I would say, all getting along uh, very, very well, and talking about the next uh, family trip or vacation. I think our business owners and families ought to be focused more on that. And with that, Rob, this has been awesome. I can't wait for more topics. Uh, it's been great navigating the waters on our maiden podcast voyage. So listeners, like I said, send in challenges and we will use those in our upcoming topics. Thanks for joining me today, Rob, and uh, say goodbye to our listeners. Thanks for having me. Take care and look forward to being connected again soon. All right. Be your best. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Owner Challenge. Don't leave your business transition to chance. Your family, employees, and community will benefit from a proactive written secession and exit plan. To find out how to start, please contact Brady Marlowe and Rob Willendorf at Execso. Call 402-991-1700 or visit them online at execso.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Exexo, registered investment advisor. Exexo and Cambridge are not affiliated. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Inc. Broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC.